does money buy you happiness? If you say yes, that means your happiness is only based on material items. It's only based on a commodity. It is only based on a transaction. And that experience allows you happiness. Welcome back to What Are You Saying? The realest podcast in the world. The people's podcast where listeners can not only learn and grow, but also feel seen and heard. I am Osama. And my name is Muhammad. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast. Give us a five star. Let us know who you want on the podcast. And with that, we always can have better conversations, more insight and wisdom as well. And thank you for rocking with us this whole time. For today's episode, it's pretty much a sequel. Um, roughly a long time ago, we had a 20 to 30 minute conversation about the concept does money buy you happiness? Even though it was very frequent and very quick, we felt as if it was necessary and really important to have a sequel to this conversation because a lot of the things that we expressed at that time were younger, it was more rushed, and we didn't really get to dissect the intricacies about does money actually buy you happiness and also the pro and cons about both sides of the argument. So number one, Osama, does money buy someone happiness? So th- the last the last time we spoke about it was three years ago, and I don't think my answer has changed. I really haven't went back to that podcast, and as you said, it was kind of rushed because of the amount of limited time that we had. To answer your question, I do not think money buys happiness. Happiness is an emotion that you feel, for example, when you buy, when you, for example, you, you get married or you have your child, you do something good that may that like helping your friend in times of need, or they make you laugh. There's so many different ways of looking to buy happiness. When you look at the when you look at the concept of does money buy happiness, this is the way I look at it. I don't believe money buys happiness because I actually had this conversation with Muhammad earlier, about a couple of weeks ago. I said, if money really buys happiness, why do we see celebrities committing suicide? People committing suicide. But everything they have, all the money that they have, you see a lot of celebrities because if that's the case then why aren't, why aren't they able to buy that car to buy that boat to buy that house but all those filler items are not allowing them to feel at ease so i'm going to ask you the question does money buy happiness no 100 percent no <laughs> and it's pretty much the same thing like you said because think about the question in itself does money buy you happiness if you say yes, that means your happiness is only based on material items. It's only based on a commodity. It is only based on a transaction. And that experience allows you happiness. So it means that everything outside of that is useless, has no value, no significant whatsoever in your life. And that's not a life worth living. And I love how you brought the example of celebrities because we look to celebrities as idols. We look to celebrities as figures. We look to celebrities as to what to you know, want in life and what to expect and yield for. But when you think about it, with the the with the trend of how celebrities live their lives and how the demise, there's always a good link between drugs, depression, suicide, all these things. And like you said, they have the access to all the money. So therefore, the lifestyle that comes with it, the cars, the fame, the traveling, the fans, boats, planes, you name it, like restaurants, love from every person around the world, that should yield happiness, right? You should be happy 24-7, but it's false. It does not make any sense. Why? Because happiness only happens temporary. It's not permanent. 
You will have moments when you're sad. You will have moments when you're angry. You will have moments when you're depressed. You will have moments when you're confused. The point is, in all of these moments of, yeah, in all of these moments of not knowing what's going on, how are you content? How are you at ease? How are you able to understand that what you're going through in the moment is something that is not given but earned? It's something that is not determined but something that's coming from the unseen. Once you realize that money does not buy happiness and that happiness comes from being at ease with having nothing, that happiness comes from internal understanding, that happiness comes from knowing that what you're given has come from a higher source, a higher power, then you realize that every circumstance, scenario, situation in your life is because God has allowed it, has ordained it. So therefore, you are content if something happens to you that makes you happy or sad. You are content if something makes you angry or bitter. You are content. Why? Because you realize that this experience, this feeling that you're going through could not have come from a better source, a better power, a better light than God. So therefore, money does not buy happiness because if that was the case, I would literally, <laughs> not only would I be poor, <laughs> I would uh, have to rob every single person in the world just to find out what happiness is. But happiness is relative to every single person. It's subjective. What happiness is to me might not be what happiness is to you. Some people might love dressing up as a clown and like doing tricks and stuff for people in the mall or like in the downtown scenario and stuff. Some people might like doing magic tricks. Some people like breakdancing. Some people might like playing sports, all these different things. Happiness is so subjective. But most of what makes people happy does not come with the acquisition, the transaction, the commodity yeah. of money. That's actually a val valuable point. And you know, I like how you said if money did buy happiness, you'd rob all the banks. I'd be like, you're going to go crazy. Be like, I need this money. Everybody's getting robbed. Everybody's getting robbed. Hey, bro, I'm robbing everybody, bro. You're going to be robbing your friend. You'd be like, this guy has a car. That's my car. But you know, there's two points I want to make. And one of them, one of them I'm going to get to because you kind of, you kind of said it or you touched on it. But the first one is the main reason higher income seems to be linked to happiness is the fact that people feel a sense of greater control. So a lot of people think the more money I have, the more control I have with my money. I could buy certain things, but also when that thing is gone or when that thing needs fixing, like for example, we all have a car, we all drive, whether it's yours or, or it's your parents. When that car breaks down, you'd be like, bro, you're just going to cheese you. Like, why today? Why this? Why now? You're going to start pissing yourself off. By you saying money buys happiness is also saying you'd have no emotion. You're a robot. So you're saying that rich people don't get angry. They don't get sad. They don't get depressed. They don't they don't fall back track. That's all true. They, they, they all go every single person that lives on this earth has to go through some type of emotions like a like a stock cycle. It goes up and down. Happiness comes within here. It's not bought from like you know tangible items. There's nothing I could buy you that's gonna make you happy. For example you have a friend who you've known for a very, very long time. And this friend hurts you with some words. You know, he was out of line. Do you think by him taking you out to dinner is going to fix that? No. It's him being apologetic, saying, hey, man, I was out of line when I said this. I really apologize. I do understand if you want to stop talking to me. I do understand if you need some time to think about it. But I do want to let you know from the bottom of my heart, so, so, so. You obviously, I'm, I'm sorry and I apologize. Now, that shows your character is strong. But if you're always being bought by money, what character do you have? 
that means you're always falling for tricks and schemes, and it's like you don't stand for nothing. It's almost what Andrew Tate said. It's like the person that stands for everything is intolerant, but the person that stands for certain things is always uh, tolerant. So you can like, where, where where do you stand for? Are you intolerant to every single? Are you, are you tolerant to every single thing, or are you intolerant to certain things? You can't always be tolerant to certain things. Your money cannot like. If I make fun of your mom, if you make fun of your parents, or make fun of your siblings or your significant other, there's no way. And there's no way you're going to be like, yeah, give me $500 and I'll be okay with it. What, what kind of knowledge is that? I disrespected your wife. I disrespected your parents. Where is the integrity that you stand for? No, it's true. And the perfect example is COVID. We all remember COVID. We all remember when we are being inside our house, we couldn't move. We're confined to the spaces of our homes. It was the first time where most people got to learn about their families, learn about themselves through reflection because you had no other choice. And therefore, society realized that those who thought that living a lifestyle full of opulence where money does buy happiness, you could not do that. Why? Because you were confined to the spaces of your own home. So therefore, you have to find out how to make happiness of the place that you live, sleep, eat every single day. And for those who thought that money buys you happiness, social, extreme social lifestyle, going out all the time to meet people and thinking that friends are going to uplift you up, not having that was such a trial for them, a hardship, because they think that I have to depend on others and materialistic items to find happiness. But for others, we're always content and at ease and realize that really we're all insignificant to the totality of life. Um... You find happiness from anything. You can draw happiness from anything. It's all about how you seek for it. How you seek for it determines the outcome of whether you truly understand the measures of happiness. And that's why with COVID-19, it really puts us into perspective that all of this can be erased. Something could come out of nowhere and erase most of humanity, 20%, 30%, just like that. And because of that, we might not have the resources that makes us happy or what determines happiness is. So therefore, even in the act and the struggle of grief, hardship, confusion, paranoia, chaos, one must find happiness, if not find understanding. And another point I want to talk about is the dependency on others. Because when people talk about money buys happiness, they're linking it to a certain lifestyle. So for those who are always outgoing, extremely social, going out to different places every Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, they're dependent on their friends, on their colleagues to find happiness because they cannot be alone. Do not conflate that with the fact of happiness comes within, like we said. Having to depend on others to find what happiness is, is false because without those people, if something happens, one goes into a state of panic, anxiety depression because they're trying to find that emotion they're trying to find that transaction that exchange of happiness through the lifestyle that's not how it works that's just through a lifestyle a lifestyle could come from something that's extreme as far as like going into boats yachts fancy restaurants or it could just come from working blue collar jobs as well so the point is whatever measure you do to determine your outcome in life whether it's through money, whether it's through work, whether it's through school, education, regardless, internally, you have to find out the value and the measurability of happiness and know that with all situations, all endeavors, all encounters, are you able to find happiness? 
Because if you can, you don't need to depend on others to give you a sensation of what happiness can be versus what it truly is. You actually make such a valid point about, like how you said about the depending on others, the depending on their friends or like certain moments that make you happy. I ask myself this question, like to everyone listening, just know that we're not saying, you know, don't be rich. Be rich spells. Like me and Muhammad want to be rich. We want to be successful. That's the goal of anybody's life is just to be as rich as you possibly can be. But ask yourself in your low, ask yourself is like, if one day you lose all your money, right? Is if you're solely dependent on your money to make you happy, because money can it can control your purchases, it can make you satisfied. Knowing you have money in the account, I can pay my bills, I can go on a trip, I can go experience different stuff. Hey, that's cool, bro. By all means, I think we should all do that. No one's saying you can't go on trips or go on three-year-long trips and come back three years later saying, yo, what's up, bro? What are you saying? We just travel the whole world and document what you've done. But to solely depend on your money to make you happy makes legit makes no sense. Because that means you're telling me without no money, you're going to commit suicide. If one day you wake up and your bank says this, like zero. I don't know why I did this, like as if they could see my head. But if your money said zero and um, you guys would be like, what am I going to do? You're going to go crazy. Use your money wisely. Because money is temporary. Similarly, has your happiness is temporary. Similarly, a certain emotions are temporary. They come back and they come go. You get tested. You know, we've spoken a lot about patience, emotions previously. In that last episode in 136, we said about how after the month of Ramadan, you have to kind of better yourself. You have to learn from certain experiences. A lot of us have, have had highs, have had lows with money. Where are you spending your money? If you're spending your money, as Muhammad said, every Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, you're going out. You're spending your money to make yourself feel happy. To me, you're just depressed. You're trying to get a certain, be in a certain environment to make yourself feel good about yourself. But when four days out of the week, you're depressed, you're lonely, you're upset, and you're looking towards for Friday. If you're only looking towards for Friday and the weekend to make yourself happy, then you have to get your priorities straight. I do understand, and I can tell you one thing, from someone who has been low on money, for someone who's been high on money and all that kind of stuff, I can tell you one thing. I think Muhammad can agree with this. Your money will test you because it's like, where are you putting your money? For example, for a lot of you that don't know, me and Muhammad have built wells and we have we have in Ghana, right? That to me the is is way more like like helping people like getting money and like putting it towards wells is way more impactful in my eyes than spending it on alcohol or like weed or none of that because i'm like for what bro for like five for like just to feel a higher uh intoxication for a couple hours for what bro i'm good i could do i, I can utilize it somewhere else if i have a question for everybody it's rhetorical so i need you all to like pay attention to this if one day you wake up and you legit had no money in your account what's the first thing you're gonna do <laughs> pray Pray and try to do whatever you can to find that answer or option or goal. And one thing I really want to say and stress out, um, I'm happy that you cleared that misconception, is that obviously as you're listening to us, we're not trying to bash those who use certain lifestyles or measurabilities to find happiness or seek for happiness. By all means, yeah, if you want aspirations of having a lot of money, wealth, and to do good with it, by all means, go ahead. That's you. Do your thing, right? Um, we're not saying that 100% of those people who are wealthy are 
solely dependent on materialistic lifestyle for money. Not everyone who's rich uses so much materialism just to find happiness. Obviously, that's not true. But a good portion of people do, and a good portion of society looks up to those people for what happiness is and how to reach it and how to determine it. And that's why we're just saying, like, hey, slow down. Do not think that your favorite musician, favorite actor, favorite singer, their lifestyle and how they present an idea of what happiness is to you and how they sell it to you. Because remember, everything's marketed behind these people. It's not like you just get in front of a camera and they're just telling you about their lives and I'm so happy with this big house and cars and these girls, yada, yada, yada. Like, no, these are tangible items that have been marketed and planned for months on ahead to present the idea to you that this is the dream. This is how you make it. So therefore, in exchange, you buy their merchandise, whether it's clothes, albums, concert tickets, like it's not real. But because of that, we think it's real. Perfect example. Did you hear the news, Osama? This is a perfect example. So um, I don't know what his first name is, but I know the last name is Vanderbilt. You know the Lakers and uh, the Warriors series right now in round two of the NBA playoffs? Yeah. There's a guy who's 6'8". He's guarding Steph Curry. You know how, like, uh, before every game, the players walk into the uh, tunnel and they take pictures and stuff like that? Yeah. So this player, you know what he did? He wore, like, an outfit. It was just, like, a cardigan and pants and everything, like, white and blue and stuff, whatever. And they took pictures of the game. He posted online that after that he bought the clothes, like, after the game, he returned it, and it cost $2,000. And people are in an uproar. People are angry. People are saying, like, why would you buy these clothes to take these pictures and then return it right after, right? But for him, he's probably like, hey, like, it's an NBA game. It's the NBA playoffs. It's a big series. It's LeBron versus Steph Curry. I can't just walk in through the tunnel wearing anything. I got to look fresh to death. Like, I got to kill it. So, therefore, when they see me, take some pictures. Plus, I don't make as much money as the other teammates on my team. So, therefore, I'm just going to return it, right? Very smart on his end. But for someone who might be in a lower position in status in life, they might look up to this guy and be like, yo, the guy who's guarding Steph Curry and putting in work on him, 6'8", you see the outfit he's wearing? That's how he's doing it. I got to do the exact same thing. But the fact that he told you, I returned the clothes, $2,000, just pants, cardigan, and whatever. It was $2,000. I returned it. That lets you know how many NBA players, as well as different sports, are doing the exact same thing. Because of a camera following them from the bus, from the bus to their locker room, literally a one-minute walk, Osama. Guys are spending between $5,000 to $30,000 on just items, just like clothing items for every game, just for a one-minute walk. And they only might show you for two or three seconds. But people returning the clothes right after the games. Where does happiness come from within that? Nothing. People will be, I, I know for a fact, you know, like Pinterest, the app Pinterest, like you pin like the stuff yeah. that you like. For sure, girls do that with like the celebrities they like with their outfits and clothes. Guys probably have their own version with NBA players and their outfits like James Harden, Russell Westbrook. But would you be surprised and shocked that most of them probably return the clothes after the game? But it's all within for no. 10 minutes, not even 10 minutes, 10 seconds to one minute worth of coverage. From the bus to the locker room. Where's happiness with them then? To do stuff for me. You just said something. How that's actually mind blowing. And I'm not surprised that these guys are buying clothes for the sake of one minute, 30 second interest and returning it. Here's what money can buy money can buy you a car, 
Money could buy you a laptop. Money could buy you, you know, our our uh, podcast equipment. Money could buy you clothes. Money cannot buy you an emotion. So, when you're, for example, sad, money can't buy that. Money can't make. Money can't undo that. You have to work on yourself. There's certain things internally you have to work on yourself alone. Like legitimately, you gotta work it alone. Going to a therapeutic. It's insane the amount of conversations me and Muhammad have had with people who we respect, who are bigger than us in sense of stature and successful. And kudos to them. They've earned every single step that they've, that they've taken. But with certain people who I've spoken with and gotten to meet, I don't sense the sense. And there's there's, there's a one, specific, one specific person that comes to mind who's achieved so much success. They achieved so much success that I was like, damn, even with money, you're not happy. Like, you could tell everything they've went through is just coming back right at them. And a lot of you celebrities, like, I remember even, like, uh, I'm going to quote DeMar DeRozan. He said, I wish a lot, I wish everybody could be successful just so they know money will not buy you happiness. There's a lot of people who have came out and spoke about their depression and said, hey, I'm so-and-so, I'm going through something. Like, there's so many people that think, they see the face value, so I'm gonna use social media. Muhammad said Pinterest as a when they see celebrities and they start liking stuff. Let's use Instagram. If me and Muhammad post a photo with, for example, you know we we uh, I'm gonna talk about ourselves. Let's say for example we had a photo with a celebrity that we met and we posted it. Automatically, you guys are gonna be like, "Oh, Osama and Muhammad are happy." You don't know what I'm going through internally. You don't know what Muhammad's going through internally. Sometimes we don't know what if what what's going on in each other's lives, and that's how close we are because sometimes. Say your point. Say your point, please. Say your point. No, I, I'm going I'm to say the point, and I want you to elaborate. You saw the clip of ASAP jumping over the girl? Yes. ASAP Rocky. Did Gala, you see that video? Remember? Yeah. In the Met Remember, Gala? obviously, just like any other person, you smush my face to jump over a thing. I'm going to come after you. Like, who does that? And you saw her yeah. motion. She went from, like, who just did this? But once she found yeah. ASAP Rocky, she became so happy. She forgave everything. Elaborate on it. Man, people just people just want a moment, you know. People just want people just want a moment in their head. Like for example, that girl had it been a normal guy. I'm gonna take it to court. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make sure I, I, I sue you. But because it was ASAP Rocky who did it, oh my god, I'm gonna go viral. Yeah. Oh my god, ASAP Rocky jumped over me, dude. Are you living for a moment or are you living for a lifetime? Because that moment does not encapsulate your whole life. You're 28, you're 25, you're 50, you're 30. I don't know how old you are and who's listening here. But stop worrying about dumb moments. It's so insane that we're giving, like, people focus on that. And it's so funny because that was any normal guy. I swear to God, this guy would be in jail right now. She would have she would have made up some fabricated story and said, yeah, that guy jumped over me. He also touched me. He did this. But thank God it's ASAP Rocky. Forgetting this guy has a girl too, so I don't know what you're doing. In the eyes of the media, and the media likes to the media likes to also perpetuate certain celebrities on a and like they like changing their image. Cinema, they're just stupid. Guys, wake up, bro. Like I understand that a lot of you love money, yeah, but like I'm not loving money more than like my internal happiness because I could tell you, I'm happy right now. I don't have like, bro, I ain't I ain't filthy rich. And one day I do want to be filthy rich, but I think a lot of people are. are like looking at that moment and like hearing about that and like the Met Gala, like you know how you said about the NBA stars spending money. These guys rent dresses or suits forty 
fifty, ten thousand dollars suits. Bro, if I ever let me let me say one thing. If I ever get invited to Met Gala, I ain't going. I'm not spending ten thousand dollars, bro. Not, even if I know I'm gonna get it back, I'm not doing it. For what? You you know what I could do with ten thousand dollars? I can go build five more wells in a, in Africa and help these people get, drink water. Why am I gonna go to Met Gala for a thirty second conversation? Sit like an idiot, like a robot, and be like, oh. I don't even know what the Met Gala is. Till this day, I don't know what the Met Gala is. I don't care to know what it is. Don't waste your money. And here's why people think money buys happiness. Because, for example, I have the iPhone 12. When I, you know why I bought it? Because my iPhone 8 died. If it didn't die, I would not have bought a new phone. But did it make me happy? No. Did it make me satisfied? Yes. You know why it made me satisfied? Because I could do my business with it. Bought a new car. It's been with me for five years. Do you think if I buy a new car, it's going to make me more happy? No, it still costs money, bro. Why is it the things that we spend money on, we think buys us happiness when it also can cause problems? doesn't. Buying a car, it costs you more problems. Gas, maintenance. So you, you're, you're here to tell me you bought a Mercedes. Congratulations, buddy. That, mer that maintenance on that Mercedes is hella expensive. Can't wait to see your face when you have to go get an oil change or go fix the brakes or go get new tires. Get the hell out of here, bro. I think the uh, Met Gala is actually a fundraiser. Yeah, I think it's actually is a it? fundraiser. So they all the celebrities come. They wear, obviously, the dresses, outrageous dresses. And they sit down. And then they collect money. Like a fundraiser for a certain kind of organization. But no one really I'm talks not about sure that, obviously, because saw... it's more focused on the outfits. I'm not sure if you saw Doja Cat with her, like, dumb, like, cat costume. I'm like, bro. This is stupid. And the thing is... The, the inspiration behind this conversation, the reason why we're having a sequel to Money Buys You Happiness was because one day me and Osama were at the mosque and it was during Ramadan. <laughs> so imagine a month of just, like you heard from our last episode, you already know, on episode 136, you know the virtues and the remedies that Ramadan brings for every Muslim. It's a beautiful month. May we live to see the next one, inshallah. But I mean, while we were there, we were talking to one of the kids and some other kids joined our conversation and they started talking about how money does buy you happiness. And we started asking them why. And to be honest, to put in the context, most of these kids are the age between like 10 to 13. So most of them are preteens. So we asked them, why does money buy you happiness? Because the fame, because the lifestyle, because everyone knows your name and they're naming like people like Andrew Tate and other people as well, like other like YouTube people. And with that, money does buy you happiness. And then we asked them, like, what if you don't have any money? Can you still be happy? I was like, no, you need money. You need money. You need money because money unlocks the next level, the next level of things. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, like we talked about throughout this whole episode, you might think you want the next level. But once the next level is exposed to you, you might be super regretful and you might wish you could have gone back to where you were before because the next level is not meant for everyone. It's only meant for a few people because everyone within that yeah. next level, that exposure to that small society of life, few people really enjoy it. Everyone else is miserable and depressed. Why? Because it's a lifestyle that is super toxic. It's super degrading. It's super dis dis depressing. Because it's mm -hmm. not normal. It's not functional. Exactly. You can't live day to day like that. The favorite example for me is Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is arguably the most famous person in the world, on the planet. 
He was more famous than the queen and any presidents that was living during his time. As much as one point I wanted to be like Mike when I was younger, once I got older and I saw how the media, when they decided to go against him with the whole wacko jacko, and I was like, not even the first allegations, but when they decide to come after you, after you are deemed as king, deemed as the most prestigious figure on the world, you really understand and realize that what you want as far as that next level is not worth it. If it's going to make you confined to your room 24 7 uh-huh. and you can't go outside because you might get mauled, you might get kidnapped, you might get shot, shot or robbed for who you are as a commodity. And how do you find happiness within that? It got to the point where Michael Jackson literally had to call a grocery store, have fake actors inside the grocery store to pretend they were shopping so he could get the real experience of shopping Osama. It got to the point where he would wear different masks, like different prosthetic hairs, faces, makeup, mustaches, and beards so he could go to like, you know, like carnivals and roller coasters and different theme parks to have the experience of being normal because guess what it. what he sacrificed his life for as far as the entertainment the music and everything that came with that for a sense of happiness that happiness that he received momentarily ultimately he ended up paying the price with his life and that is the highest of levels so when people talk about i want to be at the next level do not misconfuse. Do not conflate that once you get to the next level, your life will never be the same. And not only will it never be the same, let's say, God forbid, you lose that lifestyle because you made the wrong yeah. choices, whether you ran out of money, you weren't as talented or good enough for the job, skill, position, whatever you decide to do, you go into a state of chaos and darkness because whether you miss that lifestyle or whether... You didn't receive all the luxuries from it. You have to fall back into where you were with other people watching you, asking why did you fall off from that lifestyle and why were you such a failure and losing in the first place? And having to answer that to people who never understand what it's like being in that world will make you lose your mind. So that's why happiness comes from within, not external. Do not find other things to make you happy because if you do, especially if it's based in the roots of materialism. Like I said, there's only so much you can do before one decides that it's not worth it. You know, I just found like, I just like, yeah, a lot of good points. The first one I want to mention is those kids at the mosque who were talking about Ramadan. And again, I think one thing is experience. Like they're, they, they heard us say a conversation and because they don't have the experience with life, they, they just see the face value, that they, they see the pictures, and they see someone smiling. Of course, you're going to be smiling with a million dollars, bro. Who wouldn't? You're crazy not to smile with a million dollars. But again, internally, you're going through your, your problems. But money does not relieve your stress. Money is not going to buy you good health. Money is not going to buy you time. Money could buy you a house, but it cannot buy you a home. Home meaning like you're, you're happy inside. Money can't buy you good friends. Like I have, I have some good friends. It's not bought by money. It's bought through trust, value, and respect, and loyalty. Money can't buy you love. Money can't buy you self-esteem. I can keep going on and on. Muhammad has said Michael Jackson. To me, not even arguably, he is the top three biggest celebrities in the world. Go anywhere, 
You know Michael Jackson? Yes. You know what he did? Yes. There's stories where Muhammad said yes. He would have like I remember one time where he he was uh, I, I was seeing an interview with Akon. He was like they were going to the theater and he had to disguise himself because he couldn't go nowhere. He could not no he could no longer experience what it is like to be a normal person. He was he was famous from when he was young, so he has no memory of being an actual child. He was famous from he was that one from when he was a kid. They like, imagine all that pressure. Whether it's you, Justin Bieber, Drake, all these celebrities who got like famous at young ages, you know, it's Chris Brown's. I understand why they go through so much is because like they never had a normal childhood. They were in the eyes of the cameras, media, and if you, God forbid, you do something wrong, money's taken away, and because now you utilize money with your emotions, you enter a deep depression, you go crazy. But Michael Jackson is a huge example of someone who, not only like. He's like, if you want to talk about successful human beings, like, what a career. And not to cut you off, Osama, I want you to continue. But even from the time he was a kid, like, since the age of 10, one of his first big interviews on American Bandstand, just to increase the boost of sales, he had to lie about his age so America and the world would love him even more and buy more of his records. So they told him, like, when they ask you how old you are, lie about your age so instead of saying i think he was like 12 or 13 at the time he said he was like 10 or 11. can you imagine that telling a kid a pr trick just to get more sales like that's insane but continue i had no idea actually yeah to, honestly, to add on to your point it's just like a lot of these a lot of these celebrities because they have an image that they have to keep they're gonna sell themselves out that's why to my earlier point Money can't relieve your stress. It really can't. A lot of his life is gold. They're, they're, they are normal human beings. Guys, it's not like they're robots and they have no emotions. They have emotions. They read your tweets. They read your Instagram comments. They see everything. It's not like they, they're happy 24-7. It's not a single human being who's happy 24-7. And by the way, yes, when you have more money, you're able to enjoy the finer things in life. Absolutely. You can go with your wife on vacation, take your parents, go to do pilgrimage, whatever it is, whether you're a religious person, atheist, whatever person you are, bro, like you're able to do a lot of things with money. But they're really the one thing that money can't do. Go do your research. Go read these about the celebrities. Go read their interviews. If you're a fan of music, go read a lot of the lyrics. A lot of the lyrics are depressing. Like they're like, yeah, you're like, oh, that's hard. That's hard. But it's they're just depressing. It's it's. Insane to see, and I'll say this, whether you have a podcast or you don't, I just want, I have a challenge for everybody. Go start a podcast, do seven episodes, go get people who are local and ask them the hard-hitting questions. You know, have a conversation, but find, see if you're able to find a deep meaning of, or if you, if, or if you already have a podcast, go back to, to listen to these conversations because me and Muhammad have taken a lot. Muhammad just said earlier that he wanted to be famous and I wanted to be famous as well. But then you start like, you know, as you grow older, you're like, yo, they're going through a lot of stuff. I don't think I could do that. I don't want to be there. And the fact that Michael, just to say that last thing, just the fact that Michael Jackson had to lie about his age to sell records is already enough as PR trick. They they brainwashed him and they're brainwashing a lot of these celebrities to do what they want because there's always this higher person. Like, yes, your celebrities who are here, there's someone who's controlling them here. They got to follow this image. If they don't, their money's gone. So why do you think a lot of them are not always smiling? They're mad. 
like if these celebrities were really, really happy, or these people who are really, really happy, wouldn't you see them on the road walking like a normal human being? But they can't because their security is on the line and their life is on the line. And with that, yeah, that's how we end the episode. And like Osama said, those tips and tricks and advice, anything that you took from the episode, make sure to reach out to us if you want us to talk about this again, bring a guest. What did you learn from this episode? What did you agree with the things that we said? What are some of the things you did not like that we said? So therefore, we could expound on it and learn from it because money does not buy you happiness. And I stand on that. And obviously, if I don't have a good enough answer, I will do the work to find it a better answer to make it more clear, just like Osama. But if you feel as if money does buy you happiness, present the ideas to us. Let's have this conversation because this is something that's never going to end. But it is an issue that is plaguing our society. And that's why we felt as if it is necessary to have it because the inspiration came from a conversation with kids. And we were those kids once upon a time. And it was different artists, it was different people who we looked up to, but the point is, it was the same idea, thinking that money did buy you happiness. But once we got to this age, we realized it's so false. But those kids, who knows if they'll get to that age? Who knows if they will realize the falsehood in that? They might actually delve into that mentality, thinking that money does buy you happiness, and chase that only failing and finding out that once it's false the work and sacrifices they put in felt as if it's not needed so their life is a falsehood as well and that's something we must must not not like never let that happen whether you're a kid an adult young adult a senior so therefore present the case present the arguments let's have this discussion and let's uh find out what's real (laughs) about whether money does buy you happiness You guys thought we were done? I don't think so. We still gotta wrap it up. Please follow me at Kusa300. Follow my co-host Muhammad at Muhammad.Global. Make sure to follow our page at Instagram. Also, make sure to subscribe to all our platforms. We drop every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Thank you. We'll see you next week.